Nikki has become fully integrated into the Gus Frank storyline that it's no longer just Mike, Gus, and then um, Jimmy and Kimberly. Now all these storylines are sort of combined together with J- Jimmy and Kimberly becoming their own storyline. And then now uh, Mike and Gus becoming their own storyline with the cartel storyline. And it's interesting that both storylines in the series are actually pretty parallel to each other like Jimmy and Kimberly they are trying to take down Howard Hamlin who is seen as their rival and Howard Hamlin for the most part tries to fight back but he is not as efficient as Jim and Kimberly especially considering how like really hell-bent they are in destroying his life and ultimately it results in him um, dying at the end of the season and there's a reason why his character gets killed by Lalo because then you have the Gus and Mike storyline where they're trying to take down Lalo himself so it's sort of comes into this position where you see the two storylines that are definitely paralleling each other finally converge and you realize that Howard Hamlin and Lalo they have this connection where their enemies are trying to take them down but at the end you realize that Howard Hamlin doesn't deserve to be taken down look I know he's a bit of a jerk in the first couple seasons but he really became an outstanding person and I think he is the one person in the series that really is morally upright and he is an actually a good person he's actually a really nice person and he cares about the other characters he cared about Jimmy he cared about Kimberly and so it's really a tragedy to see him go but I'm also kind of excited to see how the cast is going to you know the rest of the Better Call Saul only cast like Kimberly I wonder how they're going to go same with Lalo like I, I'm sure he's going to die but I just want to know how he's going to die same with like Kimberly I want to know what's going on what's going to happen with her now there's been some speculation that ultimately there is this like license plate that says omaha nebraska which her mother was in that scene with her mother was incredible by the way i loved how you got to see the sort of seeds of kimberly becoming a schemer coming Uh, you know you see those seeds right and i so i appreciate that scene so there's this speculation among fan groups that i'm kind of hoping is true the scene that that scene set up the idea that um jimmy and kimberly might one day reunite in the black and white scenes which is the future so i'm excited to see how the gene storyline goes but i'm definitely not sure if um kimberly is going to survive the series because at this point they already killed off a lot of the better call saul characters but i'm not sure like if they if they were foregone conclusions because of the fact that like howard hamlin let's be real he wasn't mentioned in breaking bad but i don't think he needed to i think it's one of those things where like the character of saul can have his own like personal life without these other characters so who knows you know i always wondered whatever did happen to howard hamlin i know he didn't exist when they were making breaking bad but it's not like walter white was asking sal goodman hey so tell me about your life tell me about your friends and all that so i it's not that i think they were going to be friends but I, but I wasn't exactly predicting that his death was a foregone conclusion. So it's still, like, there's this tension with all these characters because you just don't know. And I think it's a pretty bold risk to kill these characters off pretty se- uh, separate, pretty evenly throughout the season. Like, um, Nacho died in episode three, and so in episode seven, um, Howard Hamlin dies. So I'm, I'm, gl- I'm glad they're doing that because I know that in, like, breaking bad they killed a bunch of them off towards the end like everyone that needed to die last four episodes last five episodes right so you have those situations where the tragedies are starting to come very slowly and break uh, better call Saul because 
it's not like the show's going to end on a big shootout because this isn't the type of show that does that. The big shootout is in Breaking Bad. So it makes sense that they spread them out pretty evenly, but it seems like really early on they're already getting rid of them because they know that they can't have Howard Hamlin alive past a certain point. And I, and I get that. So I appreciate the way the storyline is developing. I'm really excited to see how the Jimmy, Kimmy, and Lalo interaction is going to go down as. I also want to see how Gus Fring will ultimately bring down Lalo. Because I know that storyline has been critiqued by a few fans as being really slow. I don't think it's slow. I think it's the right amount of pacing, considering that I think Gustavo Fring is a character that will not go try to go around killing Lalo without trying to figure out how to do it in a way that's politically advantageous to him. So I, I really hope that the next couple episodes are great, just like part one. I am a little concerned just because of the fact that I don't want to be disappointed. I know they haven't disappointed us yet. They they haven't. In fact, episode seven of this season is probably one of the best, if not the best episode the show has ever had. So I am a little nervous because I think that in the case of something like The Sopranos, which I did rewatch and I do want to review it because I did finally get to see Many Saints of New York, which I will talk about on one of these days. Like if there's only one movie, then of course, you know, I'll go ahead and throw it in as a bonus review if you want to hear it. But I do want to say that I am a little nervous because there are parts of like Better Call Saul that I really do enjoy. And so I'm nervous about the fan reception to the finale because no, if they don't do it a certain kind of way or they don't do it right or they don't justify their ending, they might get a lot of backlash, which I don't think they are headed towards backlash. I'm only worried in the sense that like you never know if the final six episodes are going to be like a quick dive in qu- a dip in quality. You know what I mean? Because it's one of those things where like they had a lot of big events in this final episode that you're kind of like oh my god like we have to wait like a couple more weeks like we have to wait like about six weeks so it's going to build up more anticipation considering how big those events are it's kind of like how with the sopranos they split up season six and the build up for the final six or eight episodes of season six they definitely got a lot of build up for it to the point that like the finale which i still think is a great finale i've always defended the sopranos finale i always thought it was brilliant and it got to the point of the show pretty well especially if you if you have seen those show uh if you haven't seen the sopranos just know that like there's a reason why sopranos fans don't like to parallel park because that is some anxiety inducing television right but I'm, I'm only saying this because The Sopranos had a lot of anticipation for season six because they had a lot of big events in six, uh, season six, part one. But, you know, obviously the backlash was pretty bad. But it seems like it's going down the path of, like, Breaking Bad and The Sopranos. I don't know how to put it this way, but, like, it could go down two paths. One is that Breaking Bad and The Sopranos both had major events in their final in the first part of their final seasons. And then when the second part of their final seasons came, uh, The Sopranos kind of dragged it out a little bit. But then I still think they had a great finale, but a lot of fans didn't like the way it ended because they felt like, oh, that's that's it. After all that drama, after all that tension, that's the finale versus Breaking Bad, where the tension built up to something of a really amazing finale. The consensus is that Breaking Bad had the better finale, but I still think The Sopranos, you know, if someone asked me which one I prefer, I'd say The Sopranos had a finale that stayed with me in a diff- in a very haunting way, whereas Breaking Bad stayed with me in a very satisfying way. You know, I don't know how to put it, but I don't know how to put it any other way, but I'm hoping that 
either way, whatever finale Better Call Saul gets out, that it's a mix between the two. I can see this being a show where it has a very satisfying, very thoughtful ending, but it's also very haunting. And I'm, I'm just worried about the fan base because the fan base has really been very open about how the, the season had a lot of slowness to it. And now that we're really rushing towards the finale, I'm hoping that the, the pacing is still solid and that the fans don't I'm going to say this in a really polite way, that the fans don't try to bring this show down. You know, I'm hoping because they are getting impatient and I'm not trying to say that fan bases are a determiner of quality. I just think that in a lot of ways that fan bases sometimes control the narrative of a show's success more so than critics. Like critics did praise the Sopranos finale. And so Better Call Saul, you know, I think it might get some great reviews for its finale. I, I predict that that's what's going to happen. And so when The Sopranos had its great reviews for its finale, a lot of fans hated it. So, you know, that challenged the narrative of it being a great finale that created this narrative that it was unsatisfactory. or It's one of the worst finales of all time, which I think it's not. And I think people need to stop saying it is. It's a great finale. And I'm glad that some people are actually speaking up about that. So Better Call Saul is going to be in a unique position where it has to not only be a great setup for Breaking Bad, it has to lead to that position. And Aaron Paul and um, Brian Cranston are coming back. So there's that, you know, I'm, I'm interested to see where they fit in, if they're going to do cameos or if they're going to have a substantial part. We'll see how that goes. I'm gonna see. I want to see how Lalo ultimately gets defeated. I I really want to see what happens to Kimberly, and I and I finally I do want to see how what happens to Saul Goodman that ultimately makes him Saul Goodman. Like what makes Jimmy Saul Goodman? I know that it's building up to that, but I want to see what's the moment, and I'm worried it's gonna involve Kimberly. And then you have one. Well, it is going to involve Kimberly. That's that's the tragedy. And then I'm also curious to see what happened to Gene. What's going to happen? Because that is where I think a lot of our investment is going to be. What is going to happen to Gene and what's going to happen to Kimberly? And how will they bring down Lalo? Because ultimately, I know Lalo's not alive in Breaking Bad. So hopefully, the, this next part, which will be on July 11th, I believe, it's going to be a really it's going to be a roller coaster ride no matter what even if it's bad i'm i i think it's going to be great i maybe i'm just trying to sort of um i don't know i don't know i'm trying to save my ass a little bit by saying that i think it's going to be great but i'm also trying to be realistic in the sense that like you know i thought the sopranos finale you know was great but i know a lot of people didn't love it so i'm kind of hoping that the fans are satisfied cuz i really do am rooting for this show and that final episode of season 1 uh, not season 1 but season 6 part 1 that really sold the show you know that is really selling the show as having is that it's doing the right thing even if it's taking its time it's doing the right thing and it's building up and i remember my mom watched the fifth season because she watches a dub so she's not going to get season six for a while but she was like i really hope nothing bad happens to howard hamlin and i'm thinking oh i can't wait till my mom watches this a year from now you know i hope netflix puts the series out a little earlier because i love watching the show with my mother but i think that this season of Better Call Saul so far is great. It is really a roller coaster ride. It is anxiety inducing. Every episode, I am anticipating something, even if I know what's going to happen, even if I am fully aware of the theories. I am excited to say that Better Call season, uh, Better Call Saul season six, part one, is a 
is great television. It really is prestige television. And I hope to see some Emmy nominations for Michael Mondo, even though, you know, historically speaking, the Academy of Television has always had a hard time nominating Latinos, which is sad because, you know, they always think that, oh, we play gangsters. So that's like a stereotype. You know what? Nominate Michael Mando. And especially, I especially would love to see, you know, all these actors nominated, considering how much work they put into this show and how underappreciated it is. I'm excited for Better Call Saul season six, part two. Hey, tune in when we get to talk about that. I'm going to go ahead and review the first six episodes of that series, uh, that season, and then the last six, ep uh, last three episodes. So stay tuned for my coverage on that. Mm -hmm.